forever. Dog. I watched Alien and Aliens, mm-hmm. and then I was telling Brett, whose birthday we missed. That's what I was going to ask on this, too. I noticed Brett had put a thing up about some birthday nachos. But guess what? But here's the thing. Guess what? What? Because I, 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 I logged on at like a second before you did, and I said, Brett, is it your birthday? He said, no. And then guess when his birthday was. You'll never believe it. Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday. It was, it was on Saturday, yeah. <laughs> So oh my God. when he was so when he was traipsing around Terralingua. Terralingua. Mm-hmm. He it was it was his own birthday and he didn't he said he forgot. This is a true story. I know I know it's like a, a almost a trope of like people pretending to forget their birthday. Mm-hmm. I, I it literally with everything going on, yeah, uh, it it just completely slipped my mind that it was I, my birthday. I would believe it I would believe it in that case because you were you had driven so much. Yeah. And a little delirious, a little disoriented. You were high on chili mm-hmm. and low on dignity. <laughs> Terralingua saying that's not that's not a thing to say that Brett, you didn't have any dignity. I'm saying Terralingua seems like it strips everyone of their dignity. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel since you? Well, first of all, you did get back, right? You're back and you're safe. Yes, I'm back. I'm safe. I made it. Um, uh, it was, uh, and let me just say, first of all, what Brett is talking about, what Julie's talking about last week on the show, if you didn't know this, we did a thing, the culmination of the Terralingua chili cook off thing. Brett literally went to Terralingua, Texas and participated in it. We did an amazing show that is, we did our, our first ever, ever live stream, first ever live stream, certainly not our last ever live stream. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. tremendous success, a oh, tremendous well. success creatively. It is a triumph, and if you haven't seen it yet, get the to the link buy and buy it, for, it. You can buy it for five dollars, which is $5. link in the show notes. It's on Vimeo right now, just waiting for you. You can own it for life for five dollars. Yeah, it's really no, we're it's three hours, right? Three hours. Yep, three plus. Yeah, three plus hours. Guests, comedy, music. Julie does a song in this thing. I just want to tell you this. Oh my god. Julie does a song. You guys were surprised, right? I surprised oh you both. Oh my god. You 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 I surprised you both. Were you surprised when I did another Julie Klausner birthday? I was so happy and so bold over well, and so overwhelmed and so excited. Well, and guess so what? I know what? what that felt like now because when you did that song, I was like I was like, you got to be kidding me. This is <laughs> at, the, at such a high level this is Thank this you. is a this is a, a, a showman it's the first time anyone's ever paid money to listen to us so i wanted yeah. to make it i wanted mm-hmm. to make it good i wanted to make it big and i also wanted to do a tribute to marty short and clifford singing mm-hmm. san francisco amazing and we had a blast and that was last week and apparently that whole time it was brett's birthday and he is mm-hmm telling us with a straight face and i believe him i that do he didn't too. it's like it's like 16 candles 
except all of the of the, the family in Molly Ringwald's head is in like Brett's head. It's like everyone he knows is in yeah. his own head and they all forgot. It was like Herman. It was like Herman's head. It was Herman's head. It was her. By the way, it was like Herman's head. And it was also like Herman's hermits. It was also like Herman's hermits head. <laughs> is that <laughs> and, something? Tom, is that, is that anything? Is uh, that a thing? Herman's her. Wait, hold on. Uh, Herman's heads. Hermits. Herman's her- Herman's hermits Herman's, heads. Hold on. Let's think about this. Sorry, Brett. We'll get back. No, to no, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't Herman, worry. We'll get back to the glorification of Brett. Of you <laughs> forgetting the day he was conceived. It was like yeah. it's like missing Christmas and Jesus Christ is over here going ah. Uh, Hello. Uh, hi. Hello. Uh, excuse me. I. Uh, um. Excuse me. I think there is some friggin' frankincense um, and perhaps some myrrh is, for. I heard the there might be some king. some myrrh for. I don't know if there's like three men that showed up and they look yeah. kind of smart. Am I in the right place? Because am I in a manger or am I in a pret-a-manger? Am I in a predomine? Uh, yeah. Herman Munster. Herman's Hermits. Oh, Lily. Herman's Head. Oh, my something, God. Something, something. You know what? You know what Um, people say also when they're, uh, I don't know, being human? There's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah. You find it. You well, find we, it. All we do is find the jokes all on this thing. All we do is find it, yeah. and then we beat it. We beat all the joy exactly. out of it, and then we move on to our next target. Then we got to worry about old Chili Man over here, whether he's going to get stabbed out in the hills, right? Well, I think that was well. I think that was part of it. I think I subconsciously forgot my birthday because I didn't want to know what happened to people on their birthday. Mm-hmm. You know, so presumably there would be oh. something. There <laughs> like would be that. like some sort of like birthday ritual. You know, it's, it's that kind of a place. Uh, so I think I was I was just sort of subconsciously trying to avoid anything that would really distinguish me. As mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, yeah. like the, like the birthday, that's a big thing. They would have to yeah, do something. The climactic scene in Wicker mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. When the yeah. when when the Carvel cake is is served mm-hmm. and all the crunchies <laughs> uh-huh. are uh oh, are the ceremoniously bees, the bees are attracted to the ice not cream. The, cake. Oh, not the bees, not the bees. They like ice cream cake. I'm gonna say both Wicker Men are great, and I'm going to stand by that. Okay. Stand by your wicker man. Stand Stand by by your wicker man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Oh, yes. And by the way, welcome to Double Threat. I'm your pal, Julie Klausner. And I'm Julie's pal, Tom Sharpling, which makes me your pal. And we are here to be goofballs and... To larf it up. um, So forth and so on. And... So, Brett. Yeah. Yeah. You give us the after. Give us the give us. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. What yeah, happened yeah. after we we last spoke? You were there because you the had judged final the chili. And, you had yeah. judged the chili, and then we were you were walking around like the whatever you'd call it, like the concourse, Chili City. Yeah, Chili yeah, yeah. City. 
And because uh, you guys, you know, we, the, 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 the live stream ends and you guys are all at home. You go back mm-hmm. to your lives. I mean, I'm physically still interlingual and there's hours to go in this thing. Um, so, I mean, the big thing that you guys missed was the trophy ceremony, mm-hmm. which yes. um, was quite an event because mm-hmm. um, I sat down. Uh, first of all, you get sort of the, sit around around this big stage uh, and the ceremony is about to begin. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know, the trophy ceremony, they're going to do like top three and then we're in and out. Um, so the guy gets up to the mic. He does a little preamble and then he's like. Uh, all right, let's let's get it going. Coming in at number twenty one, it's oh uh, and so they start oh the they start the, they start the trophies at twenty one. <laughs> so uh, so what you're saying is that everybody gets a trophy at Terralingua. You come in twenty first, you get a trophy. Oh, is that would like a, a a mocha choka. Yeah, every I'd like a mocha choka. Everyone want every. <laughs> Everyone yeah. gets a tr- everyone, everyone gets, gets a mocha choka. Oh, you can't just get a normal cup of coffee. You gotta get a mocha choka latte. With everyone the foam gets a choka. The- yeah. Um, twenty one. You know, stuck in my craw. You know, stuck in my craw from this whole thing. That one. How, by the way, how is your how is how is your craw? Like how big is my craw? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently not big enough to not have this get stuck in it. <laughs> All right. What is it? That one old man who was like, you Yankees with the thing. Shut up about Yankees. Let it go. At what point? What What point you're going to. I don't remember this. What was this? It was a guy who looked like he looked like uh, he looked like a poor man's Harry Dean Stanton. You're going to have to be way more specific. (laughs) He was the one guy, the old timer that Brett got on camera late in the show. One where it was just his neck. And he, yeah, the neck man. Yeah, that's exactly. Yes. Yeah, one of the co-founders of Cassie. Yeah. Well, he can, he, he, with him with a Yankee business, just drop it. And yeah. enough. Why you can't Yankees they just say, why can't, I know, why can't they just say globalists and bankers? Yeah. <laughs> or just. Is that you, what you're saying? <laughs> wait, you might as well just say you, you Jews but, and Jew adjacent. There we go. People. And here we are. Right. And here we are. I mean, am I wrong on that? You're asking me. I make everything into that. Now, look, whatever he was. The, the, the fact that this was a thing that we we had Brett go there and Brett went there in in the spirit of communion. Yeah. And, well, and let's not give him too much ambassador. credit. He had the best time of his life. Yeah, exactly. But he did go there. He went and did not go there and suddenly tried to tell Terralingua how to be. He went there respectfully. Yeah. And and one other thing, and then this guy still got a harp on Yankees with a thing. I really don't remember this. Do you remember that, Brett? He threw a little, yeah, he threw a little line and a little dig in. Yeah. 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 yeah they love they love that. They, they love going. Of course they, they do. love the Yankees dig. Yeah, yeah. Of course they do. So what happened? They announced number so 21. It was very yeah. So so they're calling out number 21. And the, the other part of it, the other reason that dragged out so long, I mean, it took the trophy ceremony took probably 90 minutes. Everyone uh, was drunk. Oh that was the other thing that we didn't like call out explicitly. Everyone yeah. around you was drinking yes. so yeah. much beer. There was a lot of everybody was very drunk. It was um like and 11 a.m. when we first started mm-hmm. or something on your end. And the uh the, there was like only a few people crowded around the actual stage. Everybody else was all the other cooks were still way back in Chili City, which was like the big campground. Uh, about a hundred yards away where all the chili was being cooked. So for most of the awards, you would hear, you know, and number 21 oh, also, and th- th- there's a, there's a whole anonymity thing. So they don't say names, they say numbers and they don't know who it is until, until the person comes up and reveals themselves as mm-hmm. that number. So, so they like, say number like number 21 D11. Yes. They would say like number 21 D11. And then literally from, uh, there'd be like five second pause. And then from a oh. hundred yards back, you would hear. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. and then you would turn around and you would see someone just walk very slowly yeah, from up. Chili City all yeah. the way up to the stage, uh, really milking it. Nobody ran up. Everybody really milked that walk. Um, and so it uh, it took a long time, but it, it was one of those things that took so long. I'm going to tell you what this I, I, there was a lot of emotion. I, like there was, I kind of was moved at times. There was like uh, people were crying. They were yeah. like hugging. They were like there was generational things going on. Mm-hmm. Like somebody won it for their family for the third time in their family's history. There was a lot of that going on, and it was very. And I, I mean, I I was outside of all of these dynamics, but watching them from an outsider's perspective was kind of moving um, and and surreal. Um, there was also one lady that I wanted to shout out um, who I'll never forget. Um, she won one of the show categories. There were also like sub subcategories of things. She won one of the show categories. And as she's walking up to the stage, she had a, a, a just a pink jumpsuit on uh, top to toe. And as she's walking up to the stage, I'll, sure I'll try it wasn't to do- an orange. It wasn't an orange jumpsuit. It wasn't that lady that uh, helped yeah. out um, those two guys. Yeah, from, escape, uh, from, prison. Uh, yeah escape from Terralingua. Yeah, escape from Terralingua. It might have been orange. I mean, the light was kind of dim at that point. I mean, it might have been an orange jumpsuit. Um, I, as she's walking up to the stage, she she looked around. She did like yeah. literally a lap through the audience before she actually went up on the stage to get okay. her award. And she kept she looked everybody in the eye as she's walking around, and she kept going, two times, two time winner, two times. I'm a two time winner twice. I've won it twice, <laughs> two times, one, two, two-time winner, twice, oh my two God. times. Okay. And she just did that. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's not in any way an exaggeration. She did that, and she walked through the whole audience, kind of looking everybody in the eye and uh, letting everybody know that she had won this category twice. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not, that's not um, how many times she got COVID? <laughs> five times. <laughs> yeah. So after it was over, yeah. After the awards were all given out, yes. Then what happens? Uh, I hung out with. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, Julie. Ian could not stop talking about you after the oh, uh, after the really? live stream was over. Oh, yeah. What did Ian, Ian have to say yeah. about your old? Yeah, yeah. Ian, Ian was the documentarian there. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, he looked uh, like a young Sam Elliott. Yeah. Julie. Uh, so I hung out with Ian oh, and his cameraman too. Mike. Uh, when over you say there. he couldn't stop talking about me, it was like. Then I'm going to get her on the washing machine. I got to tell you, Julie is really. What is that? Zappa? Are you doing a Zappa impression? No, it's me, Sam Elliott. Oh, okay. Yes. I really enjoyed looking at the beauty of Julie Klausner. I think I might make my way up to New York City one of these days. New York City. Wait, Brett, what did he say? What did he say? Uh, so, he so, so Ian and I hung out for a while. He's a cool dude. We talked about a lot of stuff, uh, but he definitely kept coming back to, to the topic of you. And yes! he said, he, uh, <laughs> one, okay. I'd say when we were sitting there about halfway through this, you know, we were like 60 minutes into this 90 minute trophy ceremony. <laughs> we, we sat next to each other the whole time. Uh, he, um, he's asking me about you. He's like, so that, so that, uh, <laughs> that woman on the live stream, like, what's her deal? And so, what's her and so deal? I start, I start t- monologuing. I, I start going like, oh, well, she's, you know, she's a, 
an incredible comedian, incredible writer. She made one of the best TV shows of all time. You know, she's a good friend. Meanwhile, and, Brett, and you, are, you are loaded because the, the cameras are off. Like, you're not you're not on mic anymore. You're probably on, like, I don't even know what beer. You were nursing a beer at this point. <laughs> the beer is nursing you. It's like in Russia. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm just telling him all the things that I know about you, all the great things. And then meanwhile... <laughs> Uh, I look over and he's just scrolling through Google image search of pictures of you. And he goes, oh he holds up the camera and he goes, is he goes, is this Julie right here? And I go, yeah, it's her. And he just goes, damn. Wow. Look at that. Julie looks like someone just made a love connection. Yes! And it, it was the it was the lust, lustiest, hordiest damn mm. I've ever heard in my I life. Am, this is oxygen. This is like the part in speed where you're running out of fuel and they're like, we figured out a way to change the fuel and now you're full again. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is. Yes. Looks like someone just made a little some chili love. <laughs> or just some some sweet relief, some mylanta. That's how I spell relief. Yeah. I A N. Well, Julie, it. I'm going to just say this. Yeah. Apparently, somebody should have gone to Terralingua, like I've been yeah. joking about oh, all year. Oh boy, I don't know about that. <laughs> Next year, we I don't know had about that. Terralingua Brett wedding. with his with his L A. Um, what was the what was the hat you were wearing? It was Los Angeles. Wearing old Dodgers hat, yeah. Yeah, see, like I show up, I may as I, I might as well be wearing a yarmulke. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I don't think <laughs> I think that it's very, very different for know. someone like. Eh. I think this. I think this I chili. Think, I don't think it would be. I don't think it would be right. Kindly. Well, Ian would have definitely looked out for you. I'll tell you that. Oh my goodness! I love this story. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. I just want to ask you one question before the final chili thought I had. Yeah, of course. Have you given anything? Brett, mute yourself on this. Mute yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. He can't hear us. Did you give any thought? And there's no offense to Brett, who by all accounts is a stand-up citizen. But you know what? What? Have you given any thought to the the ease with which they made him a judge? I know. For I know, the finals little, of this thing. Can you imagine you've dedicated your life to Chile and then you find out, oh, we just appointed this one guy, one of the judges. Why? Oh, because because he came we, here from, from California. And they're just like, yeah, you could be a judge. They don't know if this guy's ever had Chile. Or like what makes him an expert to be a judge? Well, 
I mean, there are celebrity judges on on things. Maybe they yeah, thought he again, was. Maybe no they treated offense. him like he was a celebrity. Then what, what? Then we got to start going. They says they're going to treat Brett like a celebrity. What happens when well, we look? Roll you up want ha, listen? I've been inviting you to judge the like. There's like that cannoli eating contest they do mm-hmm. every year at San Gennaro, where you know which mm-hmm. one of these like abominations can stuff the most yeah tubular food into their mm-hmm. you know head holes. Sure, the, the, the fastest. Yeah. Right. So like I I'm saying I'll bet we could get that gig as a judge. Yeah. Why don't we start being judges of things? Fine. Yes. Finally. Right? This is where this is yes. You know I should start yes. With? The you answer we, is yes. You know what we should start with? Wet t shirt contest. Yes. Absolutely. We should just be judges at a wet t shirt contest. But there, the no one's wearing the t shirts. I don't know. We're just judge wet t-shirt. Yeah, exactly. Just a pile right. That's what of wet I mean. Is like yeah. they come out like on yeah. a hanger or yeah. something, and someone just like or they or they pass it around. Or they and just we have bring to, like, out hold a, it. Yeah, they just bring out like a tub with wet t-shirts. Right, and they 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 like pass it, and we're just like, oh, this one's a little cold. Yeah, yeah this one's this one's very wet. Uh, and this one is like I like that it's you know it's a Hanes, it's like a heavyweight, mm-hmm. but um. The you know the more it's been out in the air, the colder it is, mm. and I yeah. actually prefer like a warmer temperature. Yeah, this one is. Uh... <laughs> and then we start sucking on them. Yeah, and then they're <laughs> and just, then we're like, just like mm, this water tastes a little. This water tastes like, a little t-shirty. <laughs> it's like you idiots. There's bleach in that water, yeah. and we're, we're just, just like... like. Then we wake up in the hospital, <laughs> side by side in the emergency room. Uh huh hooked up to and we're like ivs and we, stuff you guys poison yourselves we go who won that's the first thing you hear from our yeah. from our mouths who won did the guilt and t-shirt win i think we should start with a wet t-shirt contest yeah. and then we should go to a wet sweatshirt contest yeah then just like a wet jacket contest <laughs> like winter coats and then, I think buckets of water the- the best one to do, I think, which is actually like a really good idea. And I'm okay with using human models for this. Mm-hmm. Ready? This is a good idea. We'll have like sexy people. Yeah. Men and women. Yeah. People of all genders. Mm-hmm. Here, like sexy music. Like, like I don't know, like uh, hot for teacher or something comes on. Right. Mm-hmm. Someone walks down the aisle. Wet hat contest. Oh, a wet hat. So... Hot, so sexy, so interesting, so cool, so warped. Like a wet. Like what a warped idea. Like what kind of like maniac? What were they high on when they thought of this? Like I don't a, know, yeah, but like, I don't care because I love it. Like a wet, uh, like a wet, a wet like ski hat. Well, we have that's one category: wet ski hat. We have wet baseball caps. Mm-hmm. We have wet cowboy hats, and that is important to see how much water has pooled mm-hmm. because as they like, <laughs> that's one of the tests is like each, okay, every judge has an empty like glass in front of them and the contestants have to squeeze their <laughs> hats to see how much water their hats are holding. Yeah. And the people who are holding the most water in their hats they win like that category of most water in their hats. Yeah. The Cause most, there's other yeah. categories. Oh, there's gotta besides be besides wettest hat. Yeah. Cause that is, that is one category. Wettest hat. 
So we're looking to judge now, some wet t-shirt content. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I just realized there can be no other categories. <laughs> I just thought about it. I tried to think of other categories. I can't. And just has the to answer be is hat. no. It has to be wettest hat. And the, and listen, I I don't think that precludes there being different kinds of hats. No. Except sombreros. I'm ruling out giant sombreros. I don't want, I don't a, wet, think it's I don't want fair. a wet sombrero. I don't think it's fair. And also the giant sombreros, if you think about it, they're made out of like a spongy material. These have to be real hats. What about like it's a cheating. wet? What about like a wet beret? Like you want Curtis Sliwa to enter? Yeah. I want mayor of New York City, Curtis Sliwa. And congratulations to Mayor Sliwa. He won in a landslide victory. Uh, the people have spoken. Yes, a landslide of kitty litter. He would, he, this is how he would cheat. He would turn his beret upside down and he would mm. use it as a bowl. He would balance a felt bowl of water and then he would wring it out and he would say, look, mine's the wettest hat. And then yeah. all the other beret owners who are wearing their berets properly would be so mad. The rest of you huckleberries don't have a hat half as wet as my hat. And then also what I do with my hat, I turn it upside down, fill it with meow mix and then set it on the floor. And then one of my 80 cats starts eating. I swear to God, if I were a single issue voter, I would have so happily campaigned for him. Mm -hmm. My single issue being being a cat freak. You know what would have been great if if you had said I'm back in Curtis Lee, you would have been in like ads and would have been just like. I know he would have done a real like I would have been very like forward facing. You would have been like that lunatic who is like the best is yet to come. Remember when she did that yeah. at the yeah at Gilfoyle the, Gilfoyle yeah Kimberly Gil Kimberly Gilfoyle. It sounds like a spell that a witch would cast. Trouble and toil, Kimberly Gilfoyle. <laughs> I have newt. <laughs> yeah. Sage of brush. And then suddenly make this planet into mush. (laughs) And then suddenly out of the cauldron, she rises with her hands like up, like, ah, Mm -hmm. like the best is yet to come. I also like that woman. Remember that woman who ran for office and there was a rumor that she was a witch. And then she made a political ad saying, I'm not a witch. And that was O'Connell. Was that her name? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That. And then people were like, she shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Because it's like, if you're not, I don't know. I think that was pretty great that she yeah. put out an ad saying, I'm not a witch. And she tried to like be kind of easygoing and laughing yeah. about it. Yeah. I would have leaned in. As yeah. I like to quote my my good friend, Cheryl Sandberg. I mm-hmm. saw a funny meme around Halloween, yeah. which was like, people are like, don't be careful because witches are going to poison your children's candy. And people, uh, funny people I follow on like TikTok, we're like, why would we poison the candy? That would poison the meat, meaning like we're going to eat your children. Mm-hmm. It was a funnier joke as a meme. What's this? Christine O'Connell. Christine O'Donnell. I'm not a witch. <laughs> I'm nothing you've heard. I'm you. None of us are perfect, but none of us can be happy with what we see all around us. Politicians who think spending, trading favors, and backroom deals are the ways to stay in office. I've never seen I'll a I'll go more to Washington and do what you'd do. Convincing piece. I'm Christine O'Donnell, and I approve this message. I- I've never seen any video that has convinced me more that a person is a witch. Yeah. Like, you could see a video called, Why I Am a Witch. 
And I'd be like, eh. I'm not a witch. She's a witch. I'm you. A witch. Well, witch? I'm a witch. Well, I'm a witch. I guess you're a witch too. Tricked you. I'm not a witch. I'm not a witch. I'm you. I think, I think every direct address to camera should start that way. With I'm not a witch. I'm not a witch. Yeah. And if somebody doesn't do it, then you're just like, I don't know. They never said they weren't a witch. Can we get Christine O'Donnell on the show? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, working on it. Can I we come back off her, mute? Yeah, sure. Yeah, come could on. You, could you get her on the show with an actual witch, and then the witch, and then the witch can talk to her mm-hmm. and be like, "What's your problem with us?" That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. let me work on that. People in the Wiccan community love me. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, the last thing uh, w- before I went on uh, mute, I remember the last thing that you guys were discussing was you you were deriding my uh, qualifications for being a chili judge. No, um, we never and, said that. Uh, no, we were just I'm, saying we weren't deriding. We were just wondering that they we're wondering took, who that they, the guy who killed himself is that you replaced. What his story was. Well, I, I got to tell you something. I actually I looked into the, the 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 history and the culture of taste testing before I went out there. I, I took inspiration from the greats. I actually prepared for this. And and one person I looked at and I wanted to introduce you to this person uh, for our first clip here. Uh, and I want to thank listener Maxwell for sending us this clip a while back um, is a guy named John Harrison. And John Harrison was the. Uh, Official taste tester for Dreyer's ice cream for decades. Okay. Uh, he's a legend in the tasting community. Uh, it's said that uh, Harrison tasted an average of 60 ice cream flavors on a daily basis. And based on his own estimates, he has tasted a few hundred million gallons of ice cream during his career at Dreyer's. Uh, <laughs> and there are even sources that say he created the cookies and cream flavor, the famous cookies and cream flavor of ice cream. Uh, might have been might have been by taking two quick Harrison. bites. Well, he was yeah. like, hold on, let me cleanse my palate. Yeah. I just tried this vanilla ice cream let me just have a quick cookie in between and then he was like guys there's something going on in my mouth someone write this down i just had an oreo cookie (laughs) and then he grabs someone by the lapels of their lab coat and starts shaking them i'm telling you what if yeah you smush a cookie into that ice cream brett this guy's name is john same as what, Jim Morrison? John Harrison. Uh, and in 1997, <laughs> he was actually awarded the American. <laughs> he was awarded what? He was awarding the uh, he was awarded the American Tasting Institute's Master Taster of the Year, which is really the supreme award you can Fred, get. In the that tasting seems community. like a goal for you. I'm gonna add to the list. I mean, look, I'm inspired. I want to show you a video of this guy tasting some ice cream. Uh, this was really what I t- used as a model when I before I went down to Terlingua. Uh, oh, and God. if you guys are going to get in some tasting competitions as well, this might help you as well. So here's uh, John Harrison going to town on some ice cream. I'm so into this. Wait, a couple things about this Jim Morrison character just for before we see yeah. before we see him. I'll bet he hears, I don't know if this is like one of those, you know, news stories where they send an anchor, but I'll bet at one point someone goes, I wish I had your job. Yeah. Yo, hey, hold on a second. You eat ice cream all day for work? I wish I had that job. So in tasting, what we do is take a small amount right off the top. It doesn't take much. That's the warmest part right here. I'm going to invert the spoon. Ugh. Oh, Yuck. no. <laughs> Cover all 9,000 taste bud. Aerate it. Warm it up. Driving up. Oh, my God. That top note. That cream. Pure vanilla. 
sweeteners. Legend. Absolute legend. Yeah, legend. Real legend. The only thing legendary about him, now I don't like ice cream anymore. You gotta, gotta, gotta get all those 9,000 taste buds. Get all the cream, all the flavor. Play that again, please. Play all that part. Right off the top. It doesn't take much. That's the warmest part right here. I'm going to invert the spoon. Cover all 9,000 taste buds. Aerate it. Warm it up. Driving up that top note. That cream, pure vanilla. Oh my God. Sweeteners. Sweeteners. That's a 10. Mm. (laughs) He's doing this thing with his hands around his mouth where he's indicating sort of like, it's almost like he's conducting an orchestra. You have to realize when I get the flavors going, it really is like I feel like uh, I'm John Philip Sousa. And I uh, put the, I, I scoop the ice cream. You just do a little. He first of all, he explains how to put ice cream on a spoon. <laughs> just scoop a, a little bit here and just make sure you from get the, top. the good. That's the warmest the part. part. You go from the then, bottom of the of the gallon of ice <laughs> you cream. Don't, you don't turn it upside down. Yeah. Get out your power drill. <laughs> yeah. First thing you do, you get your ice cream, turn it upside down, get out some power drills, drill it they into the me, bottom yeah. of the container. Goes, By the way, you all know I'm the driller killer. Yeah. They call me a uh, driller killer, and I also am uh, the uh, the ice cream killer. That would have been okay if it were a dog going. But not if even that were like that okay a bulldog. Dog. Be like, yeah, your dog's kind of weird. You got a weird dog. <laughs> I mean, I just mean with those chump, 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 chump oh, noises yeah, yeah. with his mouth. Because I think that's that's cute when I, I hear a dog make those noises. Yeah, yeah, dog's not going to do twelve times in a row, proudly do it twelve times in a row like this lunatic. Go sweeteners, get the cream, all that cream, and then he points to like the top of his head because he's really excited that the the flavor is like going up to his dumb brain or something. That's a ten. I gotta also say it's very distracting, like the wedding ring on his hand, because I'm thinking about the. <laughs> Poor woman. Yeah. He comes home and kisses at night and he's like, Janet, (laughs) I do take thee to be my wife. He goes, You can kiss the bride. And he goes, Revlon lipstick. No, that's a 10. I think that's a fire and ice, uh, (laughs) fire and ice shade. All right, it's time to kiss the bride. So uh, I step up. I uh, Uh, invert my, my, my. I pucker my lips. I pucker my lips, and then uh, <laughs> uh, um, kiss her. She's got uh, intelligence, beauty. <laughs> uh, she's got a great heart. Yeah, this is a ten. I Let's do. watch that one more time. Yeah, mm-hmm. one more. Let's watch it two more times. Let's watch it three more times. What we do is take a small amount right off the top. It doesn't take much. <laughs> That's the warmest part right here. I'm going to invert the spoon. Ugh. Cover all 9,000 taste bud. Aerate it. Warm it up. Driving up that top note. That cream. Pure vanilla. Sweeteners. 
That's a 10. <laughs> I also wanted to say this. This dude's knocking back Edie's ice cream. That stuff's not so good. It's not a 10. It's, it's no way that a there's 10. a 10. This guy, this guy's Edie's. in the pocket of Edie's. Big Edie's. He's in the we pocket of Edie's. Edie's is made though. by dryers, so he's definitely a, he's yeah. definitely a comp- company man right in the company line there. I well, to say, that makes sense because watching this guy, I couldn't be drier. <laughs> he's also like whatever you think he looks like he looks exactly like that he's got a little bow tie he's got you know science uh or like social study teacher glasses mm-hmm. he's his he's got that like no offense but like sometimes like like men as they age their ears become enormous and <laughs> mm-hmm. And they have just like the lobes like get like there's like an indentation on the lobes because the lobes are just like they're like take. It's almost like a plant where you're like, oh, where did that tendril come from? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to watch it three times. That was one of three. Okay. Also, when he what does he say? Sweeteners? Is he like is that what is that sugar? Does that mean sugar? He's like vanilla sweeteners. What we do is take a small amount right off the top. It doesn't take much. That's the warmest part right here. I'm going to invert the spoon. <laughs> mm. Cover all 9,000 taste bud. It's like he's bragging that he has 9,000. Warm it up. Ugh. Driving up that top note, that cream, pure <laughs> vanilla. Sweetener. Gross. Mm. That's a 10. He's a lunatic. This guy's a lunatic. He's a madman. He's a madman. Also, this guy just broke into the. He just broke into this lab. He bought a white. He bought a white jacket at like a uniform clearance. Whatever. He's like, I'm the. I'm the. The the the. I'm the the best guy. I'm the best guy. That's me. I'm the best guy. And they're like, Oh, okay. He goes, I know what I'm doing. I kind of know what I'm doing here. I kind of know. Yeah. And somebody's finally just like, he didn't know that that was chocolate ice cream. Like he didn't like, he got something, something very basic wrong. He just does this thing with the flap in his lips. And he talks about top notes. And when he says he's warming it up with his warm it up, aerate it, aerate it because Aerate it with what your open mouth because you're talking to us. I hate him. Also, how dare he take credit for inventing cookies and cream? Would you listen to this man if you worked at an ice cream flavor development like yeah. facility and this guy comes in and he's like, hold on a second, guys. I have a idea. First of all, I just want to say there's nothing to invent with that. Also, people have been dipping cookies in milk since the beginning of time. And this guy finally decides to take mil- mil- a glass of milk that gets whipped and into a, and that's frozen. What, that's what I'm saying. I think this guy is a scam artist. Yeah. Well, to his credit, I just want to say that according to a world report on John Harrison, his taste buds are so fine tuned that he can Ugh. immediately taste the difference between 12% and 11.5% butter fat in a product. Based on well, what? And also good for study, him. Study. I want. I don't believe you. I don't believe a world no. report. No, he a world that was a coin a- flip and he just went, yeah, that's the 12 
and he got it right, then he was safe forever. Yeah, this one's the 11.5. And then he watched the guy's face and he was like, wait, I d- no, I mean the other one. Wait, no, sorry, I mean, I the, which one did I say? Yo, Is this that the one. third time or do we need to watch it one more time? Well, now, I've got, we, I, we can wait. I've got another, uh, I, in addition to John Harrison, I also drew inspiration from uh, uh, the master sommeliers of the world. Uh, have you oh, guys seen the, the documentary Psalm the... before? No. Is there a lot of like mouth swishing? Uh, I think there's a little bit of swishing. Uh, there's a lot of some smelling. There's some sniffing. There's some swishing. Spitting. Uh, this is uh, from the documentary Some, uh, which is uh, uh, the there's uh, a, a couple of a couple of people who are applying to be master sommeliers, which means they are. I think there's only like 80 of them in the world is the highest degree in wine tasting. Uh, and they're apl- they're they're uh, studying for the exam. And it's this very detailed exam. And, and the the center piece of the exam is a taste test where you have to identify a wine. Uh, it's region, it's uh, varietal, all that stuff based solely on the taste. And so uh, this is a guy here studying to be uh, to take the master and just, sommelier and just exam. Before we watch this, Brett, is this something you could see yourself doing or is wine too pretentious for you? Wine's a little too pretentious to me. It is also a, a you can't do. I, I like to kind of, you know, I, I like to sort of float around, have a couple different in- interests. If you're doing wine, you are only doing wine. It is really? so difficult and so uh, detailed. These guys literally, they live for wine. That's the only thing. And and, and not life. all of them pass the test even in the documentary. So mm-hmm. it is, you can't do, it's a little pretentious. It's also too sort of single-minded for me. I like to, mm-hmm. you know, have mm-hmm. a couple different interests going at once. Mm-hmm. So, okay. uh, so here is a, a guy uh, studying for the exam. One, one is a white wine, clear, star bright. There's no evidence of gas or flocculation. The one is a light straw core, consistent to green reflections in the edge, medium concentration of color. We're almost coming out of like this lime candy, lime zest, <sighs> crushed apples, underripe green mango, underripe melon, melon skin, green pineapple, and pop. When it's bone dry, really this like crushed slate and crushed chalky note, like crushed hillside. There's white florals, almost like a fresh cut flower, white flowers, white lilies, no evidence of oak. There's a kind of a fresh, like that freshly opened can of tennis balls and like, uh, (laughs) seriously, and uh, fresh new rubber hose, I get. (laughs) What's the new one? Good, I like that. Structure. Acids medium plus. Alcohol's medium. Complexity's medium plus. Initial conclusion, this one is from the new world from a temperate climate, possible grapes are Riesling, possible countries are Australia. Age range is one to three years. I think this can only be one thing. Uh, this wine is from Australia. This wine is from South Australia. This wine is uh, from Clare Valley, 2009 Riesling, high quality producer. Wine one is Clare Valley Riesling. Good. Wow. Man's having a nervous breakdown. Yeah. I feel like I feel uncomfortable watching. No, it's horrifying. He's just like. It's like free associating. Like half of those were XTC lyrics. Yeah. Rubber garden hose. Was he right, Brett? He got that one right. Yeah, he, he got that did? one right. Yeah, he got that one spot on. Oh, God I don't bless know. Him. I'm concerned about those people. They seem. Um, I'm concerned. Like I, you know what I mean. Like, what did you think of that, Tom? Um, well, let me let me sample it again. <laughs> I thought the clip was. Uh, I thought the guy was annoying. 
Uh, I thought he was uh, bizarrely, uh, bizarrely uh, in his own universe and and speaking only to himself. Uh, he scared me. I want nothing to do with him. I give that a a a, a ten on a on a. Uh, I know I give that a nine one one. If I see him coming, that's I give that that's a nine one one. Notes of um paranoid schizophrenia. Yeah, Definitely I got to, uh, some antisocial tendencies. Yeah. I am completely freaked out by that. Yeah. That was um a little a little sci-fi mm-hmm. a little yeah. like hey who's the android right yeah. that's what i'd say on a station i go hey right who's the who's android? the android huh who's the android uh, Beep, boop, which one of us is an android i'd get that out of the way for, okay this is my first night on the spaceship tom mm-hmm. yeah first night on the spaceship 90 percent of what i would do would be pretend to swim I'd be like, I'm doing the backstroke. Like I would be doing all of the silly stuff in zero gravity. I'd do the breaststroke. I'd do the backstroke. Mm-hmm. Then I'd bring a fishbowl at some point and I'd put it on my head. And, be, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I'd be like, anybody seen my helmet? <laughs> or I'd be like, hey, guys, you like my new helmet? Okay, sorry. Go ahead, Tom. What oh, no, what I would do is I would open up a, uh, I'd be like, I brought a little surprise for everybody to open up a can of turkey gravy <laughs> and just pour it out, then let the turkey gravy float around. And everybody's just like, watch out, you idiot. And then there's you, just turkey gravy floating around in our. It would be fun, though, if it was just one. Like, and it's just there you, for a while. Yeah. They'd be like, Julie, give me that fishbowl. We're going to try to get the turkey gravy <laughs> I'll in be it. like, I can't get it off <laughs> of my head. You'd be like, okay, it won't come off. And then they're just like, then like the captain comes back. He's like, what's going on? Oh, he goes right into the turkey gravy. <laughs> and then and then you, and then he looks over at me and you brought a squeegee and you're squeegeeing the gravy off of my fishbowl helmet because yeah, like, you're I'm being going, nice. And I'm making sure it squeaks. And then he realizes it's me making the squeaking sound. It's not even making that sound with the squeegee. I'm going. And then finally, all that's cleaned up. The the fishbowl is off my head. Mm -hmm. And we're all sitting around eating our space dinners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I go, all right, who's the android? (laughs) Yeah. Let's all go around and Mm -hmm. say something that... We'll play game. Mm-hmm. I say we'll play. We'll play um, like a parlor, like a party game. Like we'll do that thing where we all write something on a card and we put it on our foreheads. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But I like switch up the card so everyone says Android except for me. Uh-huh. And then as soon as I decide someone's an Android, I just grab like I don't know fire extinguisher. <laughs> I mm-hmm. just try. Yeah. I just keep trying to get the guy's head off. <laughs> And I was like, come off, you android head. I saw Alien. Um, I've seen Alien before, but I saw it again last week and I loved it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that in the late 70s, they thought that like white, because they made the androids blood white. And I don't mm-hmm. think that they like acknowledged how porny it looks when the guy's like covered with like mm-hmm. white, quote unquote, blood. Because I yeah. was like, Oh, I've seen, I've seen movies like this. 
It's like, honestly, like he's only, he just got started. Yeah. And Miles then, to go before I sleep. And then you know who enters the room? The kitty cat? No. Who? Oh, no. That guy. If I was on a spaceship. This robot's got the white blood. Let me just uh, test this here. Yeah, it's uh, very, uh, it's very viscous. It's, uh, it's, uh. Metallic? Metallic? It's like metallic taste. Yeah, I give that a 10. I would, if I were on a spaceship with that guy. Mm -hmm. I would open the space hatch. Okay. And I would kick him through it. And they'd be like, they'd be like, astronaut Julie, what are you doing? You're putting all of our lives in danger. And I'd yeah. be like, shut up, because he's talking about the astronaut ice cream mm. the whole time. He's yeah. like, ooh, it's uh, powdery. And uh, <laughs> I just uh, want to also do another taste test here. Of uh, got some salvia. Want to taste test this salvia? <laughs> Here's uh, okay. Okay, the floor is uh, okay, the f- made of hexagons. The floor is made of hexagon. I feel like I've been shattered and broken into cubes and reassembled. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing I would push makes that guy sense. In, yes. Mm-hmm. That's a 10. I would push that guy into outer space. Yeah. I would push him into outer space. I want to see a shirt of us in space. <laughs> With me with a me with a fish bowl on my head, and me with a can of turkey gravy, and you, and you with a can of turkey gravy and a squeegee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you go to space? No, Brett. You would. I bet you would. You would. I bet you would. I would. Wait, wait, would. hold on, Tom. I mean, before you, did you already say you would? Yeah, I mean, I know you would. I don't like the culture of this whole billionaire space race thing, but I, if no, there no, was like no. an affordable way to go to space, sort You'd of on like a space. homemade, you know, like a, like a sort of homemade spaceship kind of deal, I would do that. Wait, well, that's terrifying. I, I thought uh, you meant homemade... like in the olden days when you get a, uh, you get in the, you know, like the Challenger or something. You know, Brett's Brett, Brett, Brett's big problem with this whole space thing is the stuff is not homemade enough. Yeah, he wants to be on an indie ship. Yeah. He wants to be on the forever dog of spaceships. No corporate funding. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. Listen, if Jay Leno. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, keep going. <laughs> I was going with this. If he, cause just, cause he like fixes old cars, right? Mm-hmm. Or does, does he like, yeah. Like if he got into that, but with old spaceships and he decided to, shoot people into space yeah. using the NASA technology from the 80s. Yeah. Mavis, Mavis, start the countdown clock. <laughs> start the countdown clock, Mavis. I'm going to launch him into space. You know my theory that Mavis is an automated into artificial yeah. intelligence. Yes, Jay. Starting the, starting the countdown clock now. Countdown sequence initiated, Jay. Countdown sequence initiated. Thanks, Mavis. Brett will go to space. Tom will go to space. I will not go to space uh. unless, um, I don't know. I'll think of a, I, I've got to have the greatest pussycat in the world like she mm-hmm. did in Aliens. Here's why I love cats. In the movie Alien, mm-hmm. my one of my favorite things in that movie, and I love it so much, but one of my favorite parts 
is Sigourney Weaver is like, oh shit, I gotta get away from this fucking alien. This alien is made by HR Puff and stuff. Giger, and it's so scary. Uh-huh. It's got two sets of teeth, and both of the sets of teeth are yeah. freaking glass. Yeah. And then she don't know what's behind her. Cat goes hiss. The cat mm-hmm. hisses at the alien, and she knows it's behind her. And I'm thinking to myself, cats are like, I could take that guy. Yeah. I no. think I think that's so funny to me that every cat thinks that they can like I could take him. Yeah. I think that's cute. Mhm. Do you like that Tom? I know I I know you like cats. I do like but cats. But you're more of a dog a dog guy. More of a dog person, but I do I always like cats. And do you respect a cat that would hiss at an HR oh, puff yeah. and stuff Giger monster? I like a cat if a cat would because the rap on cats is that they don't care about humans. Right? Well, I mean. So when a cat to some extent, throws a they, bone they certainly, to a They human, have a very different relationship to humans than dogs do, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But when a cat suddenly, when a cat suddenly says, you know what? I like humans enough to hiss. I'm, I'm like, good for you, cat. Yeah, but you know that that cat kissing had nothing to do with like protecting Sigourney Weaver. It was just the cat being like, "I don't like you. You're in but my house." Helped, but it helped, though. It helped her, mm-hmm. and they had a nice little snuggle at the end. No mm-hmm. spoilers. No spoilers. Well, uh, speaking of androids, uh, I got I got another clip uh, here for you. Uh, this one, this one. Wow, this is quite a clip here. This comes from Sean, um, and this is a, a character. Uh, he didn't last so long, but this was a character from the Showbiz Pizza universe. You guys remember Showbiz Pizza? Oh, yeah. Is that like Chuck E. Cheese with the animatronic stuff? Yeah, or? yeah. Similar yeah. to Chuck E. Cheese, uh, animatronic characters. Um, and all the all the Showbiz Pizza animatronic characters uh, were animals. So you had uh, Fats Geronimo. He was a piano playing gorilla. You had Billy Bob, a guitar playing bear. You actually had a, ventri- oh, a, a, a wolf ventriloquist, uh, which is interesting, called Rolf. Not impressive uh, so- at all for a, a, a freaking robot to do ventriloquism, by the way. Yeah. Oh, he didn't move can- his mouth. Oh, okay. Well, the, well just he was the programmed robot. not to. Yeah. Jay, this is Mavis. Would you like to touch some of your Tonight Show money? <laughs> Activating the Tonight Show money no, uh, in 20. Cancel that initiation. 19, I still don't want to touch my Tonight Show 18, money yet. Does, I'm sorry. I don't understand. Oh, no. 17, 16, 15. Anybody hear about uh, J-Lo? <laughs> With a big butt. <laughs> Remember that? Isn't it amazing? That was an actual part of the culture was Jennifer Lopez has big has a big butt was like was like an active issue for some people. Yeah, But you're telling me if Jay weren't back on the air that it wouldn't have been like Kim Kardashian. She's got a big butt. (laughs) Why did you just say it? Do that again. Anybody see this uh, Kim Kardashian with the thing? She's got a big butt. <laughs> Is anybody seeing the news? Uh, this uh, the Kardashian family. I mean, what's going big butt? <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, a network executive comes in and just like Jay. I just uh, look. The show's been killing it. 
you're amazing. I just have one thing. You're kind of not telling jokes anymore. <laughs> you say a famous person and then you just yell out. <laughs> Anybody see this in Mr. Rogers? With the thing he's got a big butt. <laughs> Like, first of all, Mr. Rogers has been dead for 38 years. <laughs> Secondly, I don't remember him having any sort of noticeable butt. Sen- any- Senator, Senator Joe Manchin, you know. Anybody see the Senator Joe Manchin when he said the big butt? <laughs> <laughs> so, Brett, you were starting to play a clip of something. What now? Yeah, so, uh, so show. Showbiz Pizza a, was uh, known for yes. these uh, uh, animatronic characters, all of which were animals. Uh, however, they did temporarily try out a human character. They tried to add a human character to the mix. Uh, he didn't last very long. He was tested in 30 stores uh, and then discontinued pretty quickly here. Yeah. Uh, and his name was Uncle... <laughs> Sorry. Hold on. His name was what? <laughs> Uncle what? Uncle what? <laughs> Uncle Touchy? <laughs> His name was uh, Uncle Clunk. Uh, Uncle Clunk. That's worse uh, than Uncle Touchy. I thought I went too far saying Uncle Touchy. Uncle Clunk. Everybody have a great idea for the animatronic robots. We're like, all right, the showbiz pizza board meeting. I need new ideas here. Things are getting a little stagnant with our animatronic world. What about a human one that's the name's Uncle Clunk? That's the kind of thinking I'm looking for. <laughs> Anderson, why can't you think of ideas like that? <laughs> well, Anderson. because that's the worst idea I've ever heard, sir. You're fired. <laughs> you're a disgrace. Uncle Clunk wouldn't want you working here. Showbiz Pizza, you're out of here. Uncle Clunk wouldn't want that. You just mentioned him 30 seconds ago. This is not the kind of company. That's not the kind of attitude that me or Uncle Clunk stand for here at Showbiz Pizza. And then he's at home that night. He's like, I was in the board meeting and I just said something. I, He's like, "I look, I had smoked some salvia before the board meeting. Then I went in. And I said something. I apparently I said something about Uncle Clunk, and said we could. I named a human animatronic one, and the boss liked it. Like, what? What do I do? Now I, gotta, I have now, to. Now I have yeah, to draw him. I got to design Uncle Clunk. <laughs> All right, so let's see Uncle Clunk. All right, so uh, Uncle Clunk, I'm going to bring him up here in just a second. Uh, his whole deal was that uh, in between like the big musical numbers and the big ventriloquist act, in between the big show pieces, they would cut to Uncle Clunk. And his thing was that he hosted a call-in show uh, called the Uncle Clunk Abomination, and he would he would he would get calls in, and then he was would sort of banter with the callers. That was the idea. Tom, this is like you. This is exactly. I am like- Uncle Clunk. Who knew? Who knew I was Uncle Clunk this whole time? Oh my <laughs> God! Look at you. that. That's exactly it looks what like me. You look a like when you were on WFMU. On. What? I'm not unlike Uncle Clunk. Oh my God! <laughs> I've never felt more heard on the air. He's got a little on the air sign behind him. He's got. He looks. Is he a clown? I'll say this: If Uncle Clunk, if I'm watching this, and if Uncle Clunk starts going, look, I've had it with this Kevin Smith. 
Then I'm going to jump. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to run into traffic. All right, let's see Uncle Clunk in action. So this is some test footage. Uh, this isn't live, but this is like some, they're like testing out the Uncle Clunk routine at, at Showbiz Pizza headquarters. So this is some test footage they shot of Uncle Clunk's act. And he's going to take a call here. Oh, okay, well, let's try it again. All right. <clears throat> Hello, you're on the air. Uh, yeah, hi. Is this, uh, is this Vector's dry cleaning shop? <laughs> no, this isn't. This is the Uncle Clunk Abomination. The what? The Uncle Clunk Abomination. Who is this? Well, I'm Uncle Clunk. Uncle. Uncle Clunk? Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 uh-huh. <laughs> Well, gee, I'm glad you're so happy. I'm happy. Well, do you have a question or something I can answer for you? Yeah, 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 I got a question. Okay, okay, okay. 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 How okay. can okay. you talk to me on the phone? Uh huh. If it doesn't have a cord attached. Well, it's you know oh one of those. Well, Jim. Well, uh, well, how rude. <laughs> I guess cuz it's one of them their newfangled space phones, I suppose. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, Julie, it's me, Uncle Clunk. That was one of the most genuinely disturbing yeah. things I've ever, ever seen yes. and been subjected to. Like, that was really scary and upsetting when yeah. the caller said, like, how can you hear me if there's no cord attached to your yeah. phone? And then like, roaring with laughter. Yeah, that was, I mean, like, I I genuinely feel the kind of feeling that people who make horror are, like, the holy grail for them. Oh, my God. I'm very upset. Hey, hey, neighbor, I'm your new neighbor. I got the apartment next to yours. My name is Uncle Clunk. Can I, you got any AAA batteries? Well, the thing is. Hey, you're was, Julie Klausner. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm. Let's do a little Uncle scene Clunk here. Is, you get a knock on your apartment yeah. door. Okay. Yes. Hi. Hey, uh, it's your next door neighbor. I just moved in. Welcome. Thanks. Uh, oh, wait, you're from difficult people, right? I would close the door now. I would close <laughs> the door. And then you'd hear like seven locks. It's me, Uncle Clunk. No, it's. Here's the thing. Uncle Clunk himself is one thing. It's the caller I'm upset about. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All that. I mean, if anyone called the best show like that, you would have gotten them off the line right away. Oh, it would be gone immediately. Never ever tolerate that for a minute. That's my only issue with Uncle Clunk is he didn't set boundaries because he let that, like, demented. I'm very disturbed by this. Yeah. I can't believe it didn't work. I can't believe that. Showbiz Pizza didn't want to go with an animatronic talk show host. I mean, I will say that, like, the Uncle Clunk abomination is very mm. descriptive. Yes. It's very accurate to what we just. 
I think we need a pal. We need a palate cleanser now. We need to a nice musical interlude. Can you throw a little rock of fire explosion our way, please? Oh, gladly. Yeah, gladly. Hey, it's me, Uncle Clunk. You will. Uh, hey, what's your Wi-Fi password? I'm not telling you. Get your own Wi-Fi. Which network is yours, Julie? It's none of your business. You're not using it. I'm not giving you my password. Can I get you? Can't even let me on the 2G. No. Because I also, noticed you I got see a, that you have one. It's called Clunkfy. I see yours. Yeah, but look, there's some stuff Uncle Old Uncle Clunk wants to download that he might not want traced back <laughs> through his router. <laughs> ah. All right, here we go. The Rock of Fire explosion. Okay, who's this? This is the this is the band at Showbiz Pizza that Uncle Clunk was saying he'd be back after a performance from. And is this what people who grew up in states that didn't have good pizza like went to? I mean, like like culturally, where were we? That because I I never went to a Chuck E. Cheese when I was growing up. Yeah, it was not my thing either. And I and I don't know if that had to do with like being from the East Coast. Yeah, you ever do any magic at a Chuck E. Cheese, Brett, when you were a kid? Uh, not a Chuck E. Cheese. I, I did go to Showbiz Pizza several times as a you kid. Did? Though. Not one of the Uncle Clunk uh, test did locations. It, did um, it freak you out, or did you think it was fun? I thought it was great because, as you're about to see, the Rockefeller explosions is a bunch of fun. They, they, they're Are you they're sure? a lot of fun because it looks I, like it could maybe be like upsetting, but it's fine. You're well, telling get me ready. You fine. get ready, Julie. Okay, yeah, you be right. the judge. Okay. okay. Greetings, Rock of Fire fans. I'm Duke LaRue. And at this time, I'd like to introduce our birthday host himself, Billy Bob. Thank you, Duke. You know, folks, one of our favorite traditions celebrating birthdays. And whenever one of our friends is having a birthday, we love to send out our best wishes with a song. Ain't that right, Looney Bird? That's right, Billy Bob. And I got the refreshments in my bag. Now, I don't believe corn squeezins goes too good with pizza loony. First of all, (laughs) they edited this thing. They edited this thing a little too tight. A bird's talking right on the top of loony bird's This is like Thelma Schumacher edited this. Yeah. Yeah. And we got an exciting thing we want to give birthday wishes to. Billy. (laughs) Susan. Reginald. Reginald. We got a monkey's tribute down here. Where's that? A tribute to Davy Jones. Well, the Rock of Fire Explosion would like to send a, a farewell to a wonderful friend and, and rock and roll artist from the 60s, Davy Jones, who died February 29, 2012. As I remember it, Davy Jones was a member of the monkeys that the girls loved the best because he was so cute with his long hair. Yeah, yeah, I remember that, Billy Bob. And he sung all them sweet songs, too, Looney Bird. Yeah, like Daydream Believer and, and I Want to Be Free. Yeah. Free as a bird. No, uh, just free. <laughs> I Want to be, be Free. That, that was his song. Hey, do you yeah. suppose we could play some monkey songs right now? You darn right, Looney Bird. Any Davey, chance we can play Tapioca Tundra? What about Auntie Municipal's Court, Looney Bird? Okay, well, the gorilla opens. Sure. Everyone we meet, and where the monkeys, the people say the monkeys around. 
I want it. This is very tasteful. I like this. It's more. It's a more tasteful tribute than I expected. Yeah. If I had a lot of money, I would buy this band and I'd keep it in a room and they would play this. Remember in Handy, did Daddy's song was choreographed by Tony Basil? It's written by Harry Nielsen. Hey, Louie Bird. Any chance we could do Mommy and Daddy from Monkeys Present? Or Zorin Zam? <laughs> Zorin Zam. <laughs> it just, it's, it, we're going kind of deep here. <laughs> Uh-oh, we got to the Changes album. We're going to do Teardrop City from the Changes album. It's only when Davey and Mickey were left. Okay, we'll do one that Peter wrote. How about Tear the Top right off of my head? Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> you tear the top right off, right my, off head. my head. You blow my mind. Monkeys are great. I'm going blind. Now, 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 now. Now, yeah, this rock of fire explosion seems like fun. They're pretty cool. Now, I, I'll say what I'm intrigued by. Look mm. on that right uh, video list there, Julie. Rock of fire explosion documentary. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to have to watch that on my own free time. Did, um, when are you going to watch it at the same time as the Velvet Underground documentary? And um, see if they sync up the way those people in that like the who were obsessed with the shining mm-hmm. they're like well, you know if you play them both backwards at the same time they meet in the middle mm-hmm. and that's when like you know nico died sure no i won't and that's when I they and that's do. when they sing p.o box five eight four five eight four seven yeah did you watch the velvet underground documentary me yeah, yeah i you did watch it did it make you feel I proud did. to be I don't, from New York? You, th- you really think I'm gonna like, gonna like be friends with you and not watch? I'm asking it? for the sake of the audience. It was a presentation. Of course, I watched that. it. Of course, I watched it. I learned a lot, and I to make you proud um, to be from New York. Absolutely proud to right? be and, and to be and and I mean Lou Reed. As far as like, I, I could not be prouder as a Jew from mm-hmm. New York that he's, uh, yeah, you know, very 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 proud to be a member of his tribe yeah i cried multiple times mary warrenov um we should get her on the show she's such a uh i'm telling you i had that written down as somebody to get on like months ago i wrote that down months ago well her work with paul bartell is so influential mm -hmm. you know i i love you know i did you did you like eating raul when you first saw i did yes there's such a funny joke in that and it is kind of like a john waters movie it's like these two people um, called the the Blands. I think it's Paul and Mary Bland mm-hmm. move into this apartment, and all these swingers are coming in, and they despise sex. They think it's disgusting. And um, there's this one really funny joke where I forget which one of them works at a sex shop, but they say that they're they're the flavors of lube are like cherry, grape, and trail mix. It's a really good joke. <laughs> I remember <laughs> thing is very funny. Eating Raul, I loved. Yeah, Paul Bartel was so funny. Mary Warnoff is amazing. He was brilliant. She was she's so cool and so funny and so gorgeous and sexy. And then she has like the greatest line in that Velvet Stock where she talks about how much they hated hippies and they were like picking flowers. And she's like, "Help the homeless." Yeah, it was great. Help it, the homeless. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, do something. Yeah, I'm. Um, yeah. And I know you're a California, 
you're a California girl right now, Tommy, but no, that's that's but that's who that's you'll be you'll be back in the New York groove soon enough. I but believe I'm never not been. That's where it just because I'm no, here doesn't mean that's not who I am. I'm no, I know I that know. movie speaks for me. I know. And I'm I uh, I get it. I mean, it was definitely like. I definitely see how um, how much I, I, I can I totally see you like being very 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 affected by it on a d- deep oh, identity yeah. level in the same way that i think um uncle clonk affects others to me so, yeah. lou reed your your uncle your your lou reed is uncle clonk well it's the call no it's the caller uncle clonk's caller <laughs> i can't think of a scarier like no, that caller. You know what they should do? Replace everything in every movie where the killer's on the phone with that mm-hmm. caller. Yeah. That means like scream when a stranger calls, um, Black Christmas with young Andrea Martin, which mm-hmm. I recently watched for the first time. Okay. What if they did, uh, what is... if they remade uh, talk radio with Uncle Clunk? would love to see talk radio with Uncle Clunk. I'd love to see um, uh, Fisher King with Uncle Clunk instead sure. of Jeff Daniel and yeah. Jeff uh, Bridges. Private parts. Mm-hmm. Howard. Private Private Benjamin. Howard. I've got two more clips for you. You guys in the mood for two more clips? Yeah, yeah, we are. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Uh, so this first one uh, is from Mike. Thank you, Mike, for sending this in. And, thanks, uh, and thanks to everybody show- who sends clips in. We yes. appreciate it. It's the lifeblood of Double Threat are the clips you send in so we can talk about them and all sorts of fun. So thank you. And this clip from Mike, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna just introduce it and play it, but I want to tell you ahead of time, I have a real uh, bone to pick with this clip. Uh, okay. So, But I'm, I'm going to uh, play it, though, first. Okay. Uh, so this is uh, Mike. Let us know about this town in South Georgia called Fitzgerald uh, and Fitzgerald is trying to drive some tourism, get more people coming in. And so they have decided to build a, a 62 foot topiary chicken uh, in their town in order to drive tourism. Oh my God. And we're going to take a look at uh, the mayor and so forth talking about that. After I got fired from showbiz pizza, I went back to I went back to Fitzgerald. And I pitched a 62-foot topiary chicken. <laughs> I got fired because Uncle Clunk was a flop. But don't worry, I'm home. And I get I, what I want to see now is a 62-foot chicken made out of bushes. All right. Maybe you've seen the world's largest ball of twine in Minnesota or the world's largest rocking chair in Illinois. Pretty soon, you'll be able to see the world's largest topiary chicken Fitzgerald. Suzanne Lawler pecked her way down to Ben Hill County with an update on this foul feathered. <laughs> this is you, Brett. You're just begging <laughs> for us town to Mayor send Jim you. Puckett spearheaded this project to build the world's largest chicken. It's going to be a topiary. It's going to be an Airbnb. It will have aquaponics and all of this is coming together so it can open at the end of this year. Hold on. Sorry. Could you, could you please break? You- please break. Hold on. It will be an Airbnb. It will be a chicken. It will be a topiary. Yeah. It will be a library. It will be a cafeteria. It will be a hospital. It will yeah. be a spaceship. Yeah. The, it makes me, all this makes me want to do is 
build the build a chicken one inch bigger than their chicken. <laughs> <laughs> just like literally one inch. And then they're just like, God damn it. Well, Tom, you're getting very close to the bone I have to pick with this. Okay. Uh, but let's keep watching. So to hear them so all speak. over town. <laughs> and then you see the chicken crossing the road. Literally. This town of just over 8,000 has quite a few fowl running amok in the streets and alleys, so it makes sense they would build a giant statue to celebrate the oddity, right? A lot of people want to make jokes about a chicken bush. This is not going to be a bush. This is going to be a beautifully sculpted topiary. Mayor Jim Puckett hatched the plan when he got into office. He's working with a guy named Topiary Joe, who built this giant elephant in California. The goal is to get this South Georgia hen house on the map. The story has popped up in numerous newspapers across the country, including the Wall Street Journal. And that in turn has folks squawking, calling City Hall to try and get into the future tourist attraction. I've got my credit card in my hand. I'll book that B&B right now. Not all of the locals are crowing for it just yet. It's, it's did he say? Did, wait, hold on. Did he say he'll book that Airbnb, or did he just say I'll book that B and B? Just go back first. I don't know why that's sticking in my craw. Your tourist attraction. I've got my credit card in my hand. I'll book that B and B right now. Not all. <laughs> He's clearly. He'll book that B and B. I'll book that B and B right now. I got my credit card in my hand. I'll book that B and B right now. I'll book that B and B. Why would he book it? He's building the thing. They if can't throw him a free if night. If you build it, they will book. All of the locals are crowing for it just yet. It's, it's going to take a while to catch up, I think. <laughs> I'm waiting on them to put the feathers on it. That should happen this week. <laughs> I can't oh, roll. Wait, back. This is. Play both of those two people again. The only person I like in this story. It's going to take a while for them to get it's the going <laughs> That's like the guy at the gas station with Leatherface. That's like the gas station guy no, in that this, movie. This is like Neckman from Terralingua. It's going to take a while to catch up, I think. <laughs> I'm waiting on them to put the feathers on it. That should happen this week. The pandemic slowed things down. But you can see since we last visited, crews have laid in 19 tons of steel to fill out the skeleton. Right now, eight 200-gallon water tanks are on board. They will filter through the greenery. And the fish tank that's going to sit below the chicken to help fertilize the plants. Bucket says some have ruffled feathers over the cost of the project. This is the monorail. This is the monorail. This is the music man. This is 76 trombones. This is not happening. The whole well, we can check is- in. We can check in right now because there's actually a live feed of the of the chicken uh, that I'm going to pull up right now. Uh, chicken, chicken feed. Cam. Chicken Here's- feed. Stop it. Bro, you say chicken, chicken feed, feed Tommy. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god. This is a live feed we're looking at right now. As you can see, uh, not a lot of progress uh, from that report back so in July. So it looks like it's night in Georgia. The yeah. night. This is the night the lights seem to be on in Georgia. Yeah. And there's just this I mean, it's hard to call it a topiary because there's no foliage. There's no you know, there's no shrubbery on it. This dude's gonna get voted out. Who, the mayor? Yeah. You know who I hope runs for mayor in his place? It's gonna take a while to get this thing going. <laughs> that guy's gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it does look like it does look like Wicker Man. It does look like they're preparing somebody to like get into this chicken and then burn it down. I don't like this. I don't like any. I don't like any of these people you're showing me clips of tonight, Brett. Except I did like the guy who said the thing about the feathers. Well, look, I'm right there with you, Julie, because the bone I got to pick with this thing. Uh, I wish nothing but ill will on this on this Fitzgerald 62 foot chicken because. There is already a <gasps> giant chicken in Georgia. What? The, t- the town that I am from, Marietta, our, our number one landmark is literally called the Big Chicken. No and way. It, it is a 56-foot tall chicken. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? That is fully made. It's been there for 50 years. I'm going to pull up pictures of it. It's a, it's, uh, it was bought by a, a KFC back in the 80s, so it's a okay. Kentucky Fried Chicken now. Uh, but this is the big chicken oh, in Marietta. It's beautiful. Mm. Uh, the beak moves. The eye rolls <gasps> around. It's at, right at the center of but town. But this is not a topiary, Brett. You understand that it's different in that regard, right? It is not a topiary, but come on. I mean, clearly, Georgia already has a big chicken, 56 feet tall. And now yeah. down there, they're trying to build a 62-foot one. Uh, so uh, this is all my town is known for. Brett, so I'm really Brett, you know, I'm not I'm gonna, steaming. Uh, you're steaming. Look. God bless you. I'm not going to put you or the people of Marionette, Georgia down. Um, what's that? Oh, sorry. No, sorry. No, nothing. This thing, this, this, it's just a sign that they stuck a beak on. <laughs> they stuck an eye and a beak on it. It's not really a chicken. It's an engineering marvel. It was built by a Georgia Tech student. It moves around. It's got, it's, it's, it's animatronic. The eye it's rolls beautiful. around the beak. It's the beak be- moves up and down. It's a beautiful thing. It really is beautiful. But you know what, Tom, Brett? Look, Tom, just yeah? Tom, Tom. What's that? Just be nice, okay? Yeah, that's true. I don't want to ruffle his feathers. Yeah, I don't so want to speak talking. about this. Yeah, this is a landmark. It's a national landmark. Tom, no, it is. It really com- is. Just, Tom, just compliment the chicken. No, it's okay? a really nice chicken. <laughs> Brett, what's that? It's a yep. close up. Look at that, Brett. Gorgeous. You know what I'm going to do for you and the people of Marionette, Georgia, Marietta. I'm going to. You're going to what? I am announcing today. I'm going to Marionette, Georgia, and we're going to build a 300 foot chicken. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't understand why we can't just go to Fitzgerald, Georgia and burn that thing down. Because yeah. when we were on that chicken cam, look, mm-hmm. look, what is it? Brett, please read what it says underneath chicken cam. One watching. Yeah. yeah. One. That's us. No one's watching. Yeah. There's we no could one go there the and the, this is what we could do. We could put clan robes on so we could be anyone from town. Yeah. They could, they would just, it would make They'd it. They'd be like, oh, it's like, you know, it's like Kathy, Jim, and Lester. Yeah. I mean, based on their height. If we we're wearing, we show up wearing clan robes clan and robes. hoods. All that'll Burn do that is that the people will go, they'll go, you know what? We know three people that this isn't, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. they see it, it, two people in clan robes. They'll be like, well, we know two people in town who this isn't. Everyone else is a suspect. Exactly. In town. This chicken, I'm looking at this chicken that could be a topiary one day, but it is so ripe for the burning. Yeah, then that guy. I've never seen a more. I've never seen a more flammable. It's a sitting duck. I love this. More than a a topiary chicken, it's a sitting. I really, man, I've never wanted to light something on fire so badly. You all wearing your clan robes? (laughs) I can't find my clan robe. I think the chicken took it. What did the comments say, Brett? 
No comments. No comments? You think they're deleting them from people from Marionette? Yeah, it looks like they de- they deactivated the comments. Must be a lot of <gasps> big chicken posters on here. Yeah. A lot of Marietta people. We've got to burn down this chicken. I've got one last clip for you here to send us out. Uh, this is just called, uh, very simply, Man Sneezes Into His Trombone During Concert. Oh, man <laughs> no. Sneezes Into oh, His Trombone no. During Concert. And this is from Zachary. Zachary, thank you so much for sending us this. Brett, do you think we laugh at this? Do you think Julie and I laugh? What? <sighs> or do you think Julie laughs, Tom does it? Or Tom does, Julie does it? Or both of us or neither of us? And we'll be authentic with it. If you're okay, I I think I I'm gonna I, I'm I think you laugh at this. I that think we both laugh. Us? Okay, yeah, I think you both laugh at this. All uh, right, here we go. Much like a sneeze, I think uncontrollably you laugh at this. Here we go. <laughs> Please play it again. <laughs> I've never felt more anticipation there's an 18 second clip the 10 seconds of that 18 second clip waiting for something to happen i've never been more on the edge of my seat being like it's any second now this has to happen and then it exceeded what i would have hoped it would have been amazing yeah that was great yeah julie i just want to say something about today's episode of double threat had a lot of laughs it's very funny some surprises super fun that's a 10 oh no we're gonna watch it again before we go right off the top it doesn't take much that's the warmest part right here. I'm going to invert the spoon. Ugh. Mm. Cover all 9,000 taste buds. What is that? It's like a big burger edit. That top note. That cream. Pure vanilla. <laughs> Sweet. I think Vic Burger dre- uh, dreamt this guy up. And Brett, again... You, you did Terralingua. We appreciate you hey, yeah, going pleasure. for it. It was fun. You, uh, it, and it was a good time. And the live stream is up and it's for purchase. Mm-hmm. Only $5 to get That's a it. three hour tour de force with so many laughs on it. Like Gilligan's Island, a three hour tour. It is de a force. three hour tour. Three hour tour de force. Yes. You're not going to, you're, you spent, that's the best $5 anybody's ever going to spend on that thing. It's so funny. It was such a good time and you're not going to regret it. And 
You go to Vimeo.com slash on demand slash double threat Terralingua or just click on the link in the show notes. And we are going to do so many more things that we got such great guests coming up and all these great things on the horizon and send us your suggestions for other live streams we can do and send us clips to review at double threat pod at gmail.com and follow us on all of the Mm -hmm. socials at double threat pod. Yes. And we got some great guests coming up the next couple of weeks. Oh, boy. Some real heavy hitters coming in uh, to the Zoom room uh, with Tom and Julie. So stay tuned for that. Get ready for that. And we also have um, some fun with. Uh, I don't know. We got fun. What? I don't know. Fun with I, what? I don't know. Fun. Clay? Fun with Clay. Yeah, we're going to do. We're going to do, how about, that'll be a live stream idea. Julie and Tom play with clay. Yeah. We'll just start doing stuff with clay. We can do, but listen, that's, I think that's a really fun idea. We'll do a live stream where the two of us play charades. Oh, that'd be great. We'll do an all charades show. I mean. Let's do it. We'll do it. We'll do a karaoke one. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. I can't wait. We'll do it. We'll do a salvia show. (laughs) <laughs> right we'll do a a, a a splenda show where i i have iced tea with splenda i was turned into a, a lego person and then someone hit me with a hammer and i shattered all over the floor <laughs> then i was reassembled but not in the same way i was before forever changed forever dog forever dog forever salvia that's the new network all right guys thank you for listening <laughs> yes thank guys, you so much gals all my folks everybody we'll we appreciate it we'll be back next week okay bye 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 forever dog this has been a forever dog production executive produced by dog. brett boehm joe cilio and alex ramsey for more original podcasts please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.